0: You're listening to the OKC 82 podcast with Brady Trantham and Madison Morris. The best place for OKC Thunder basketball, a part of 107.7 The Franchise Podcast Network. Now, TotallyTickets.com presents the Franchise Oklahoma City Thunder First Take Postgame Show on 107.7 The Franchise and 107.9 The Franchise Tulsa.
1: Hello, hello, guys. Welcome into the Franchise Thunder First Take Post Game Show. Oh, my goodness. What a night to be talking about Oklahoma City Thunder basketball because they have finally won a game on the road. Would you look at that? Hello and welcome in. I am Madison Morris, and I'm alongside Brady Trantham. We have Matt Burton behind the glass. He's pushing all the buttons for us, keeping us on here at 11.52 at night. Uh, it's a good night to talk about Thunder because, guys, what I just said, they won the game but in Thunder fashion where they made everyone have a heart attack and then they came back at the last, se- last second and won the game. Uh, Oklahoma City took it 100-97 to over the quote-unquote Golden State Warriors tonight uh, in San Francisco. So now they have broken their 0-6 start on the road and now they are 1-7. and The go.
2: Super Bowl is coming, everybody.
1: Let's do Every,
2: it. it. This is the greatest win, the most improbable comeback in the history of sport. Matt. Matt, come on now. I where's, agree. Where's the enthusiasm? I agree. Uh, that was such a fun game. The Thunder won a game. <laughs> Just, oh, the, sorry. Enthusiasm. Yes. The, enthusiasm. The Thunder won a game that the three of us thought was well over the way it was going in the second quarter oh and my the third gosh, quarter. Yes. I mean, the Thunder trailed at halftime. They had their typical bad third quarter. Uh, although, when you look at the score, in that third quarter, they were only outscored 24-21, to 21, so it's not the end of the world. We have seen worse outputs, but just the way the defense was going, just the way the offense couldn't hit a shot to save mm-hmm. their life, it just looked like, okay, The this is what the Thunder do. They're kind of competitive on the road, but they're probably going to lose once again on the road. And then all of a sudden, Golden State just is like, no, we want to tank better than you, Oklahoma City. So, I mean, Thunder fans be happy, but... I mean, the Thunder and the Warriors are basically on the same path. Right. They're, ba- they're basically trying to rebuild, although the Warriors are in a little bit of a different situation because of injuries and whatnot, but um, they're both trying to rebuild in some way, shape, or form. The Warriors did it better tonight than the Thunder, but the Thunder got the win, so everybody in the short term is a little excited, I would imagine. Yeah,
1: a little bit. I don't even know what's worse. Is it trailing the entire game and then coming back to win it in the final minute of the game, or is it leading the entire game and just completely tanking right there at the end uh, and dropping it, like what? What do you think would be worse? I mean, obviously winning is a good thing, but is it even a win that's worth commending? Well, I
2: mean, it, again, it really depends on what side of the coin you lie on. Like, are you the thunder? Are you the type of thunder fan that wants to get the number one overall pick? And if that's the case, then you are angry right now. You are no, no, no. SGA stop scoring. No Chris Paul stop doing. Why did that. you
1: make your free throw? Stop
2: running flawless half court offense. Stop playing great <laughs> defense. Stop. I mean, okay. Look at this. The final six minutes of this game, uh, the Warriors scored 14 points in the fourth quarter total. Yikes. But the final six minutes, three points for the Golden State Warriors, one of 12 shooting with two turnovers, blew a 10-point lead. The Thunder finished the game on a 13-0 run. Again, like, goodness. the the Warriors had eight players suit up, no D'Angelo Russell, no Draymond Green. They had Alec Burks, though but they also had Kai Bowman who was incredible especially in the mid range i mean this i mean this dude with the funky hair uh, 9 of 17 24 points uh, glenn robinson the third, 9 of 14 25 points the warriors had guys that did damage to the thunder particularly in the mid range but when it mattered I, like, de- again, depending on what side of the coin you're on, when it mattered in terms of winning in the short term, the Thunder turned it on. The Warriors just had no answer for the Thunder's defense or their offense. It was it was shocking. You and I, like, we were all having a dance party in the conference room in, during the fourth yeah, quarter. Yeah, we were. We were just listening to tunes, and then all of a sudden, oh, the Thunder.
1: Like, wait, they're winning
2: now? Oh, they're down two. Oh, they t- oh they're oh, coming back. Oh, free throws. Oh,
1: Dennis Schroeder just made a three. And okay.
2: And that's the ball game, right? Yeah.
1: That is typical Thunder basketball right there. It was exciting, actually, just because... I mean, like Brady said, I kind of counted them out a little bit. I was watching this game and it was not, it wasn't looking good. They were just playing sloppy. Uh, They were letting the Warriors have every shot that they could possibly want. It just looked like a game that was done for it there in the first half. And then they came out, obviously the third quarter was a little uh, dismal as well. And so that's, that's no shock for Thunder fans because that's kind of been the pattern for this entire season, but All of a sudden, if you can turn it on in the fourth quarter and really close out games like that, that's exciting to watch, especially if you are a Thunder fan. But also, you know, I don't know how sustainable that can be over the season. So that just it can't always be like that. I I think that the Thunder are going to learn a lot from this game because they're going to continue and stay over in the West Coast because they'll be over in Portland on Wednesday. But they're going to really have to turn it on. I know Portland's not the ultimate team. But neither was the Warriors, or neither were the Warriors. And uh, look what they did to the Thunder tonight. It was just almost a weird, like out of context type of game. But hey, they got the win. So I guess that's good.
2: It is good, Madison.
1: It is good. Why
2: aren't you happy? I
1: am happy. Do do you want the
2: number one overall pick?
1: I don't care. I (laughs) (laughs) honestly, just because. Brady and I, like, and Matt, like, we're all a part of Thunder Twitter. We cover the team. We follow a lot of people who cover the team. But also, we follow a lot of fans because we're here in Oklahoma City. And so, Thunder Twitter was just on fire just talking about how boring this game was. I may have made a comment or three about how boring the game was. Um, it, It shouldn't be like that. So, I mean... For the sake of this city and everybody who does follow the Thunder, I was really happy that they were able to power back through because they had some nice moments during the game. It just didn't carry over because they were they weren't cracking down enough on Golden State. And so Golden State just looked like this ultimate team again, but it was full of a a roster of guys that nobody knew. 'Cause like you guys said they only had like eight active players tonight, and that's just you can't let a team of eight and Jordan Poole with his super tight shorts beat you like that.
3: Yeah. Yikes.
1: I, I a highlight just came on TV as <laughs> I was saying that I just I was wanna like, say that oh
3: I just want to say that you said that I am on Thunder Twitter and covered the Thunder. Um, only I one mean, of those is true okay, so, um, uh, I will not disrespect uh, anyone who actually Ma- does cover the Thunder Matthew. I am firmly on Thunder Twitter though
2: But Matthew. you like
1: push the buttons for the Thunder coverage So
0: you're That's, like okay, yeah. You have like so a foot you're in right, the door yeah.
2: Are you opening your mouth during a Thunder post game show? Yes welcome to yeah, the welcome to- <laughs> You are covering this welcome team Welcome to
1: the Thunder coverage Do you night.
3: have a MySpace blog? Welcome to
1: Thunder it's Media Zanga. Twitter
0: it's
3: Zanga, yeah. Actually subscribe to it
1: What is Zenga? Right.
3: You know, Oh, you're too young.
1: Oh. Uh, I'm from Russia. I don't know any of uh, this
2: stuff. LimeWire, Kazaa. Are, are you a little too young for that, Burton? I'm a little too young for Kazaa. Uh, did you aim instant message? I did. What? It, or, I know you did. MS, Madison didn't. MS, MSN.
1: I had Yahoo Messenger.
2: Okay. What was uh ASL?
1: I, Do you remember what that means? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Let's. I was just seeing if she was lying or not. They
1: had it over in Russia, chill. Yeah, oh,
2: the inside jokes. The inside jokes on the post-game show. For no, those that are nobody's going to get it. Well no no, no. I'll just go explain it. For those that are not privy, our fearless leader Jerry Ramsey is of the belief that Madison Morris is in fact a covert secret agent from the KGB, which is a defunct organization. They're not the KGB <laughs> anymore. They're called something else. Um yeah, Jerry thinks that Madison is Russian. She does have dark hair. She I, have I would dark ima- soul. I would imagine you're you could probably fight because I can't we fight. saw your dance moves in the conference oh, room. yeah, you we, did. We played some uh, Backstreet Boys. We laid that down. And you I were screwed just, the video up. I'm Matt so was sorry. Supposed it was going to gonna film, be an all-time video. He, he dropped the ball just like Jalen Hurts mm-hmm. did against TCU. <laughs> yes. Uh, just like he did against, against Baylor in the first half. Yeah, and? And? <laughs> And hopefully like Iowa he does State not do I and, and Iowa yeah, State yeah, yeah, yeah. and he better not do that on Saturday or I'll be very upset but Madison will I'm, be happy. I'm
1: getting out of this conversation That's well,
2: because she's a Russian KGB spy. That's true. Everybody, it may or
1: may not be true. Stay everybody
2: tuned. run! You can't fool us.
1: I don't know y'all but anyway turning away from my, anyway, um, <laughs> my your, Russian upbringing. Your personal life. Yeah, My personal life does not matter right now but what does matter is that the Thunder won this game Matt Burton if you want to fire up the player of the game. I have a guy I don't know if you guys will agree with it but let's just fire up. <laughs>
0: Now, the Franchise Thunder Player of the Game, brought to you by Volkswagen of Edmond.
2: Madison, really quick before you name your player of the game. Yes. I just want to remind you, Mike Moscala did not register a minute of play wait, tonight. he didn't? He did not play. Oh, wait, so, I gotta change. Yep.
1: Okay, you should probably, I gotta change mine now.
2: Oh, oh, wow, you were actually going to go, Have Mike Relationship Mascala. status, it's complicated. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
1: Okay, no, I was not going to say that Musky was my player of the game. Everyone chill.
2: Oh, man.
1: He, we're going to have to have a talk when he gets home. Um, no, I'm just kidding.
2: <laughs> but so you want me to go or did you want to go?
1: I'm going to go ahead and go real quick. Do it. My player of the game is going to be Chris Paul. And, That's uh, why
2: you wanted to go first. What? You read my mind, you oh, I did. KGB spy.
1: That's, I was trained to do that. I'm so. on to you. Well, my player of the game is going to be Chris Paul because uh, tonight he shot seven of 15. He was four of eight from the th- three point line. Uh, he was two of two from the free throw line, ended with 20 points, had five assists, had seven rebounds, and he also had that sweet half court shot to send him into halftime. Guys, I really liked Chris Paul in this game because. I think a lot of people, including myself, were a little bit down on him when he first arrived in Oklahoma City just because he was injury prone. He had a little bit of a weird history there in Houston. Uh, he's a good player, but I really have started to enjoy him a lot more just because he's kind of stepped into this, uh, I don't want to call him like vintage Chris Paul role here in Oklahoma City, but he's been, he's been looking good. He's been doing a good job like orchestrating these guys. He's been communicating with them. He's been encouraging them. Um, also, I just feel like he has evolved as more of like, a guy who he may start off a little bit slow and he might not make a lot of noise to start the game. Cause that's usually going to be guys like Steven Adams or Shea. But now Chris Paul, it's when he gets his shot going, he doesn't really stop it. And I just thought that he was very electric out there tonight. I thought he did a really good job when the Thunder needed it most. I thought, That, especially since obviously the Warriors crowd did not care too much for him, I think that kind of ignited him a little bit. And so he played really well tonight. He's been playing really well in the past couple of weeks. And I think that is going to continue throughout the season as long as he does stay here. Who knows? But I've just, I was impressed with him tonight. I've been impressed with the way he plays, and that's why he's my player of the
2: game. No question. I mean, Chris Paul is still a, a really good player in the NBA. I mean, he's not, by no means washed. I mean, when he led the Rockets last year, uh, when James Harden was out, I believe the, the Rockets were 20 and 20. 20 and 2 or 22 and something. Like he's still a very good player. And tonight he showcased that. I mean, you're exactly right. He's probably the player of the game from an unbiased standpoint. The way that he uh, ran the offense in the half court uh, the entire game, not just late, but the entire game really kept the Thunder afloat. But because I've got to do somebody different now, I'm going to jump on uh, Dennis Schroeder because his scoring he finished uh, 9 of 17 from the floor, 4 of 9 from the three point line, 22 points. He led all Thunder scores. Uh, his scoring in the first half kept the Thunder from getting blown out to a point where even this this type of comeback probably wouldn't have been enough. Without Dennis Schroeder's scoring early on, uh, like I said, I don't know if the Thunder are in position to even win. And it's made all the more important when—we uh, didn't even get to mention this, uh, Madison, but about an hour or two before tip-off, the Thunder announced that Hamdu Diallo, mm-hmm. um, who had missed the previous uh, game uh, with a hyperextended elbow— is going to be out for the next four to six weeks, and then they'll reevaluate him at a a later time. And if anyone's covered or followed this team for the last few years, whenever they give you a timeline and say, at the end of that timeline, we will reevaluate it, it's It's typically longer. So it's not looking too good for Hamadou Diallo. So bench scoring is becoming more and more important. Mm -hmm. because The Thunder bench has been pretty darn good this entire season but a lot of that has been because of Hamidou Diallo now that he's gone you're relying more on Abdul Nader uh Deontay Burton who played tonight shout out Matt Burton um but <laughs> yes, if, if Dennis Schroeder can be his normal self in terms of scoring the basketball when he does get his opportunities and he will get a lot more since Tommy's not going to be able to play for the next few months uh he needs to take advantage of that he was able to do that tonight the Thunder won everyone's happy except for the tankers
1: except for the tankers sorry y'all they're probably not too happy just because i think warriors fans they were probably like what in the world is going on because i mean they they got the lead right there in the first quarter and it carried out throughout the entire game this game only had two lead changes and that happened in the first like five-ish minutes of the first quarter and then the thunder took the lead there in the last minute of the game so i'm sure warriors fans were like oh man like we're gonna win this game. It's gonna be great. This team is looking they better and better. They were looking at
2: their applications and their technology. <laughs> Those rich people.
1: Oh, San Francisco Chase Center is
2: awesome, by the way.
1: I, you would know.
2: Oh yeah, I would. Oh yeah, <laughs> I've there. been there.
1: I have not been there.
2: Oh yeah, So I'm a little jealous. We're going, we already picked the next intro song for the next segment, I'm but so I excited. think the third segment we need to do some uh, because this game was played in San Francisco. There is a band that's from San Francisco, Matt Burton. They go by the name of Metallica. We should probably play them at some point.
1: Brady loves them.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm an avid, I'm an avid fan. Avid fan. Avid fan. So we
1: can do that. By the way,
2: this is the OKC82 podcast as well. Yeah.
0: Oh
1: yeah. So uh, anytime. I'm, we're just going to put this out there. Anytime Brady and I are on the post-game show, which is going to happen a lot, especially if it's a 9.30 tip, holla. Uh, we're going to do our OKC82 podcast as a double for this show. So if you guys have not subscribed to our OKC82 podcast, you're basically obliged to do it now because you're listening to it as we speak.
2: Or Madison will just come into your house and with her <laughs> KGB skills, and uh, she won't do anything physically harmful. She'll just like hide the remote.
1: I have skills. Um,
2: she'll take away all the toilet paper from your bathroom and you won't know it until you until you need it.
1: And when you're in the shower, I will take the towel. Yep. And you will have no choice it's but go- to run and get another it's one. It's
2: almost winter. It's going to be cold. Yeah, it's going to be
1: cold. You don't want to do that. So look out. But yeah, like Brady said, <laughs> this is the okc 2 podcast. Uh, you can find us. Brady, I'm always so bad at plugging this. Where can you find us?
2: You can find it everywhere. You can find it under the rock. You can find <laughs> it uh, in the ocean. You can find it everywhere you listen to podcasts. So Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Play, Google Play. Uh, spotify stitcher just type in okc dash 82 and you'll find it i'm sure somewhere um it's free free to subscribe free, free to listen uh give us a review give us a critique we appreciate it we but have be, fun That'd be
1: nice i have feelings
2: uh yeah madison has feelings i have no feelings because i've covered this team for so long that they have uh the thunder have <laughs> worn them away no feelings no there's nothing in here
1: that's it's totally fine i have feelings though, so be kind oh it's okay well, we're going to go ahead and take our first break. I'm going to um, be a strong boy right now. Yeah, I, I need to console Brady on this break. So we're going to go ahead and get off here for a minute. Uh, when we come back, just more to dive into with this game. We'll talk a little bit more about individual players who stood out. Uh, we'll talk about some of our awesome music tastes because that was majority of our night. But we will you kinda know, We didn't watch time.
2: the game at all. No, yeah, kidding. we didn't
1: watch the game. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but yeah, we'll talk a lot more about that. Just stay with us. I know it's late, but drink your caffeine and we will be back here on 107.7 The Franchise, 107.9 in Tulsa.
0: Welcome Back to the Oklahoma City Thunder First Take Thunder post game show presented by TotallyTickets.com on 107.7 The Franchise and 107.9 The Franchise Tulsa. Let's go, girls.
1: Yes! it's yes, not Burton. Oh, I was so excited for that. Mm-hmm. All throughout this break, I was just waiting for it. So, uh, in case you guys are like, what is
2: anybody the heck? going out tonight and feeling all right? <laughs>
1: you know I know the Thunder fan base is. I was. Uh, I don't even know. We were talking about like Shania Twain during the game at one point.
2: That's how fun the middle of the game was. Yeah,
1: don't worry, guys. It was during timeout. Like everyone, chill. But we were talking about Shania Twain, and so we played this song, then I showed them a video of Post Malone dancing to it, and now I was really adamant about playing it on the show tonight.
2: Uh, I don't think Burton was there at the time. I you weren't he, there. He I was, need to show you this video. He was not, his whereabouts were not known. He was real mysterious about it. He just
3: kind of appeared.
1: He was like, hey guys.
3: Puff of smoke.
1: We were like, oh yeah, Matt Burton. No,
3: it was way more energetic than that. Do you live yeah. here? I I was mean, like, hey, 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 sir, do you live
2: here? At this station, at this, at these whereabouts. Yeah, he's a cat in you. the back. No, he didn't have to tell I'll never me. Never you. I like that. <laughs> Don't tell me nothing.
1: Don't tell me nothing. Well, anyway, uh, welcome back to the show. Anywho, we're going to talk some more about the Thunder instead of Shania Twain, and uh, talk about the fact that they won in the last minute tonight, and they finally won a road game. They are picking it up, guys. Here they come to the NBA title. No, I'm just kidding. No, but it's coming. It's coming, y'all.
2: I mean, at some point. Gotta, I mean, at some You got to think at least 300 years from now, the Thunder have won at least a title.
1: Yeah. Um, yes. You, you'd hope, hope so. Hopefully. Um, For the sake of Oklahoma City?
2: Yeah. 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 yeah
1: so uh yeah that's in the distant future but for tonight this is gonna do because uh they are now 3-0 and against the Warriors this season they have faced the Warriors twice here in Oklahoma City and they were able to take the win over them uh one of them was with Steph Curry so I still find that pretty impressive good for them and now they are 3-0 and against them so they're taking over the Warriors now, and that would probably not have been the case a couple of years ago
2: how the turntables yeah, I know right <laughs> What's up, Golden State? <laughs> the
1: NBA is weird, man. No, it,
2: it, it certainly is weird. And uh, Steve Kerr probably said it best, actually, uh, before the Thunder's last game against the Warriors prior to this night um, in Oklahoma City where the Thunder led by 17 at halftime. And then D'Angelo Russell went off, made it a game. They took the lead early in the fourth. And then uh, everybody knows Mike Muscala, of course, uh, the hero that is Mike Moscala saved the Thunder early in the fourth quarter. And the Thunder eventually got that win. But uh, Kerr described it as, yeah, it's... it's the NBA moves fast, and it seems like just yesterday that Kevin Durant, Russell Westbrook, Serge Baca, Dion Waiters were wearing Thunder jerseys, and Clay Thompson, Steph Curry, Draymond Green were just kicking tail, seventy-three wins, and now look where, crazy. look where we are. It's it's so odd. We're doing a post-game show at twelve fourteen, we are in the AM, in but the AM, the, but you know th- this game really. <sighs> the thunder are six and 10 mm-hmm. cool um if you look at all these advanced analytics the thunder typically are right hovering in the middle at 14 or 15 um like net rating i think they're the uh they're the one team below 500 the highest ranked team uh th- that is below 500 right now mm-hmm. with a just under i think minus 0. 0.6 net rating so like what does that tell you okay well they're competitive they, they can win some games here and there but they're not anything spectacular they're probably not going to be a playoff team well we know that but even in like just microcosms of games you get kind of an idea of how schizophrenic this team can possibly be mm-hmm. and this game is a good example they they jumped out to a 13-4 lead and just looks like oh wow they're they're not only going to get their first win on the road but they're going to look impressive doing it because like we said golden state only has eight guys suited up tonight no d'angelo russell obviously no mm-hmm. steph curry Draymond green so Okay, go at, go out there and take care of business. But then the Warriors go on a 21-6 run, and the end of that first quarter eventually balances out and finishes to a 22-4 run for the Warriors. And the Warriors just really never look back until the final six minutes of the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. And... That's what's really saved the thunder in all these games and not just their wins, but because like their of their six wins, I think four or five of them have been rather convin or three or four of them have been rather convincing in terms of it didn't necessarily come down to a possession or two late in those games. But in their losses, they're continuously in these games, except for Indiana. They're continuously in these games, and it's because they just never give up. They're just they're almost too stubborn to just go, okay, this is just not our night. They just keep coming back. Chris Paul is yeah. such a, a wizard in the half court. Shea Gildas-Alexander, when he's on, he is on. And for the majority of this, this game, he was really spotty and just didn't really look very sure of himself. Uh Dennisher, like we said, my player of the game, uh, really helped out the Thunder with the scoring in the first half. Just impressive all around. Um, and it really goes into like this this could possibly be the most entertaining and most well-run tanking team <laughs> in the history of tanking. Because yeah. they are too good to be the Philadelphia 76ers, the process Sixers, but they are not good enough to win anything of note. They're not good enough to really put their put their draft stock in danger. So in the meantime, they're going to entertain their fan base. They're going to keep people engaged and hopeful for the future while putting their young players like SGA Darius Baisley and if Hamadou Diallo is able to come back, they're going to be able to put them in situations where they can develop in meaningful minutes as opposed to like the process Sixers where it was just like, just go out there and have fun and learn how to do something. Yeah, (laughs) Like these guys are learning how to play good winning basketball in competitive minutes and that is very important.
1: No, it is very important, and they told us this at the beginning of the season. I think they kind of had an idea of what people's expectations were for them coming into the season, and guys like Chris Paul and um, even Steven and Shea just alexander they got in front of the media and they said, you know, we're not going to give up. We're going to fight until the end, and they have really proved that. I feel like every single game, even if they have lost that game, it's been close. It's been uh, worth watching, and like Brady said, this team is very entertaining just because they do possess a lot of talent. Sometimes they have... These games, especially that Indiana game, but even tonight, throughout the entirety of the game until, like we said, the last minute of this game when they took the lead that would initially secure uh, the win for them, it was just, it's interesting because they keep it so close, they fight real hard, they play decently, uh, but sometimes it's just not enough, and obviously they get... Uh, kind of trumped over by teams like the Lakers. Um, they ha- they've just taken like some weird losses this season, but they've also stayed in these games. So it's entertaining. It's not exactly like a blowout, except for the Indiana game, and we'll say that probably all season, just because that was really bad. But. I don't know. Every team has games like that. And so it's really not the end of the world to see them doing this. And like we said, they've been a good basketball team. People are still showing out for them, especially when they're back home here in Oklahoma city. Um, It's just, it's kind of interesting to see people take on this team because of the doubt people had. And I think that was just because of the loss of one player, but now they have the acquisition of all these uh, young guys and all of these evolved players who are really coming through for this team right now. So overall, it's been interesting to watch them uh, I'm excited to see how they can carry this win over to Wednesday when they're in Portland and they face my favorite player in the entire world, Carmelo Anthony. And That's sarcasm. Don't everybody freak out. He had, a, he had out. a ball game tonight. 22 points. Well, he moved up in the scoring rankings. He's now the uh, 18th leading scorer. So, look at that. Yay! I'm happy about this, but I had so many people come at me on social media when I showed support for Carmelo Anthony. So, I'll just put a disclaimer out there like... I like him as a player. I don't think he's like the end-all be-all, so everyone chill out.
2: Everyone take a chill pill.
1: Take a chill pill.
2: By the way, we got some salty Steve Kerr audio from the oh, postgame.
1: I love salty Steve Kerr. Yeah,
2: Um. so he was asked about uh, basically Eric Paschal, the uh, talented young rookie for, for the Golden State Warriors. He's basically the Draymond Green replacement at some point. He's he's very good. I He's not there yet, but he's very good. I'm excited for him. But uh, he was asked about him. He finished with three offensive fouls in the game, primarily because he was defending uh, Danilo Gallinari. But, Matt, go ahead and fire that up.
3: way defenses seem to kind of be adjusting to his.
0: Well, it's part of, part of the deal for Eric. You know, he's uh, he's had a lot of success, obviously, here in his rookie year, and, and so teams are paying attention to him. And now uh, he has to see different. Types of defenses and uh, you know Gallinari is a tough guy to to face um, because of his ability to flop and, and draw fouls and, and uh, flail around and do all the stuff that he does and he's still still um, you, know, dirt, you know fooling the refs after all these years.
1: <laughs> I love that, that salty is a, Steve Kerr that is
2: a frustrated um, coach who is used to success.
1: Okay, seriously, would you would you be frustrated too? I kind of see yes. where he's coming from yes. because the past three their, years, their probably best, even longer than that,
2: their best player just left. Yeah, he left a perfect situation for him and for everybody else. They, Shocking. if he would have just des- decided, I just want to stay and retire here, the Warriors would have won every single title. Yeah. from now until th- when that team. But he got what he dies. wanted. He and got, so he moved on. He got what he wanted, but of course, uh, Clay Thompson tears his ACL in the final game of the finals, uh, um, heroic effort, but very unfortunate. So he's going to miss probably the, you know, even going into the season people were saying like, "Oh yeah, he could come back in in uh, February, March." I'm like, "Why? Why if they're like the 7th yeah, why? So he's out. Uh Steph Curry of course breaks his wrist in the first week or two of the season. That's unfortunate. Draymond Green also. I mean, it just gets to a point where Yeah, you you just inherently tank. I mean, yeah, yeah, in theory, it would have been fun to see like Steph Curry basically have a 2016-17 Russell Westbrook season where he's just, just go, just shoot, I don't care, do whatever you want to do.
1: Just launch it, it's going to go in.
2: if you really pay attention, Steph Curry isn't that type of player. I'm not saying that Russell Westbrook is better than him, but if you're trying to run a team based solely around one person to do every single thing... I would actually want Russell Westbrook to be that guy instead of Steph Curry because Russell, like he told us two years ago in a media scrum, it's my job to do everything, much to everybody's dismay.
1: Everyone pause. Everyone. Chris Paul is
2: wearing a turtleneck. Oh, go ahead and explain. So many inside jokes. Brady,
1: take a picture of it while I'm doing this. Um, So we have talked about this every single time that we're on this show. I have started the Twitter trend this season. I'm very excited about it. It is hashtag turtleneck gang. And it's because I was wearing a lot of turtlenecks. I don't know why. I just kind of like took a liking for them. And um, yeah, I kind of got into it and I noticed that Thunder players and different like Sam Presti wore one one game and then now there's NFL players wearing the turtlenecks and so every single time I see a notable person even you know friends we have friends like the Suave Report and all that they wear turtlenecks and I'll snap a picture of them too Maddie Lee wore one and uh, I add them to my turtleneck gang on Twitter and I love it because it—it's just so exciting, y'all. This is a trend. It's a real thing. Where a turtleneck, tweet me your picture. I'll—I'll I'll let you in the club. You even
2: made me buy one. Like you didn't force me to, but you. But you I really—I appreciate it when you, you guys up that. You influenced me. You might say that you're an influencer, Madison. Oh, no,
1: that's like my worst. Nightmare. Do you have an Instagram, by the way? I do have an Instagram. So
2: you have an Instagram, and you're an influencer. Sweet. Burton, what does that make her? An no. Instagram. Don't say
1: it.
3: An Instagram influencer no congratulations madison i don't want to be an
1: ig influencer you
3: can just say you're a personality
1: see but i don't get paid you're a social media personality you don't
3: choose the ig life the ig life
2: chooses you oh
0: crap
1: this sucks but anyway
2: we all have to take the burden that we were given
1: y'all join my turtleneck gang honestly but yeah um anyway let's get back to steve kerr because i kind of had something to go off what you were saying brady yes. i'm so sorry i interrupted you i got very excited seeing chris paul in a turtleneck um i
2: thought we were off the air no no
1: i just got really excited um but yeah with steve kerr especially if you have a dynasty of a team for the past three or four years and then all of a sudden the table's sw- flip basically which is the epitome of the NBA because it is ever so changing and it, like he said it changes so fast everything can be so different in the bleak of an eye but now it's his team that's kind of fallen under that and I think right now his frustrations are so like I understand them because he all of a sudden just has a team that is tanking to the Oklahoma City Thunder in the last minute of a game on their home court that sucks y'all like I understand why he's so upset about this and you just you seriously, you can't do that. Sucks Especially, to suck, man. I mean, I don't even want to say like the Warriors were due for this, but now I think a lot of people are like,
2: <laughs> well, of course they are. <laughs> like, this I, mean, is I can't. What they I can't remember who said it a few weeks ago, um, but some an opposing player was asked like, yeah, the Warriors aren't the Warriors anymore, but do you still want to beat them? And the, and the guy was like, hell yeah, like because they had a stranglehold on, yeah, on the league do. for so long. I don't care. Who's wearing the jersey? When I see the jersey, I just want to destroy the Warriors. That's going to be the sentiment all this season. And maybe they'll get so comically, laugh out loud bad that teens will just be like, man, this is, Golden State needs help. And then Charlie Murphy's like, and we just gave Golden State some help. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, Golden State, uh, they're having their season right now, guys. Like, this has not been successful for them. Right now, they are, what, 2 they've only won two games in their Three. new arena.
2: Oh, in their new in arena. In their new
1: arena, yeah. I know, they like went, three they games went overall. from
2: Oakland. Where or actually, they ha-
1: I think they've only won one game in their new arena, and they've won three overall. Yikes. That's not good.
2: Um, Yeah, they were in Oakland for so long. Uh, very loyal, rabid, exciting fan base, and they move over into the Chase Center, which is a very cool, lovely arena uh, filled with a lot of rich people, but uh, ri- rich, rich people. people can sometimes not be very rowdy. Yeah. And um, not that this game was going to be a Hot ticket in town, I would imagine, in San Francisco because the Thunder aren't very good and the Warriors are worse. Right, um, but still, it's it's a little weird, but it's good for a little seamless transition. And it is. now Oakland's like, huh, you guys can have them now.
1: Yeah, <laughs> no kidding. Because I so I went to San Francisco this summer. Uh, that was my first time ever in California, and I didn't see a single piece of Warriors like memorabilia anywhere. Like, I don't even think San Francisco. They may have been excited for acquiring, like, the Warriors. That's great for them, but I didn't see anything. They in that don't even city. know that the
2: 49ers are, like, on a hot train. Right. At the Super Bowl right now. They're just like, <laughs> Wait what? A what? What? Football?
1: What? Oh, is, no. What
2: is a sports?
1: Oh, I love it. But hey, before we get to break, um, I kind of wanted to do the uh, Brady Trantham kick ass possession of the game, talk about some really cool possessions, because there were a few. Uh, it wasn't even, like, the last part of the game but there were a few kind of intermingled throughout the game so Matt Burton take us away
0: (laughs) that music
1: I can't you can't I just can't with it what can I mean I kind of like it but then again I'm like oh no but, okay, I have a couple of kick-ass positions. I'll just, like, kind of, like, slice them up a little bit. Can you kiss your mother with that mouth? <sighs> I'm sorry. Goodness. I didn't mean, I'm sorry, Tonda. Shout-out to Ada. Shout-out to Ada and Tonda Morris. I love her. Um, but, so, okay, a few of mine come in the second quarter because they both involved Nerlens Noel. And he had back-to-back, like, law-value dunks. And they were so sick. And I really wish I would have written down, like, what that made the score because the Thunder were still losing. So they're kind of irrelevant. Uh, but there was actually a lot of good, like, athletic plays in this game tonight, even though the Thunder were still down at this point. But it kind of, I don't know, it, it, it just made them look a little better than their playing style at the time because it just looked so bad at times. But then uh, Dennis Schroeder would lob it up to Nerlens so Noel. Well, I think Chris Paul lobbed the other one to him. And he had back-to-back uh, dunks for that guy. That was awesome. Obviously, Chris Paul's half-court dunk, that's, that's kick-ass in its own. Oh, I'm sorry, I said this. I said the bad
2: word. You said it
3: again.
1: Uh, but
3: get a dollar in the swear jar.
1: <laughs> push the dump button.
3: Hover over the dump button
2: yeah,
1: Madison's on there. Seriously, know, you probably should, honestly. Drinking but, her
2: Starbucks. God knows what's in it.
1: Oh, who knows? Lots of caffeine, which I should not be drinking at 1230 at night. But yeah, those were my two kick-ass possessions because I thought those were so cool. They both involve Chris Paul, who was my player of the game. Obviously, New Orleans Noel. I have been so gun ho about this guy, especially like him coming off the bench and filling him for Steven Adams. I like the way he is playing the season. I like the two dunks that he had tonight. They were just great. So good for Nerlens.
2: Yay, Nerlens! Yay, Nerlens! Who doesn't, who doesn't like Nerlens Noel? Probably, yeah. probably the Dallas Mavericks. Losers. Um, I would, I would say for my kick-ass possession of the game, mainly because, um, it, it's really. It's hard to find something in those last three minutes because it was mainly just the Thunder executing good offense. There was nothing particularly kick-ass about it. They were just doing their job while Golden State was just like, ah, no. That's kick-ass. I mean, that's pretty kick-ass. I mean, it's, it's kick-ass for the, for the win column, but um, there were potential kick-ass possessions, particularly there was that play where Dennis Schroeder uh, drove to the lane, got to the rim, ran around Marquise Chris. or It was either Marquise Chris or Willie Colley-Stein. I can't remember. But he ran, he just kind of wrapped around the center and saw Terrence Ferguson just cutting straight to the basket and Dennis threw a, a bounce pass that was a little too low. But if it was on point, Terrence would have just destroyed the rim because we we all should be familiar with how athletically gifted Terrence Ferguson oh, is, yeah. especially when he has got a wide open dunk in front of him. He actually finished a lob dunk tonight. So I guess I'll say that Chris Paul had a uh, lob dunk to, uh, or a lob to Terrence Ferguson who finished it. It was Pretty far, like Terrence had to reach for that one, but he's athletic enough and gifted enough to uh, finish it. He finished the job tonight, and the Thunder needed it because that's worth two points, and they won by three, so it was ex- it was very yeah. important in the grand scheme of math.
1: Honestly, it really was. Every single shot that they took tonight, yeah, that it kind of was like, eh, during the game, but it mattered there in the end, and so, hey. And also, hitting your free throws matters, and Shea Gildress-Alexander proved that very well tonight. But, uh, yeah, so those are some good kick-ass possessions, guys.
2: Shout-out Alex Regan
1: shout out Alex Roy what's up man I liked his hoodie neck yeah that's a nice hoodie neck. Madison has added you to the club you are welcome you will receive the monthly letter (laughs) the weekly what are you talking about oh Uh, but anyway we're gonna go ahead and take our last break of the show and when we come back we'll talk a little bit more about this game moving forward uh, they're gonna be in Portland on Wednesday so we'll talk about that for sure Obviously, it's Thanksgiving this week. We haven't even said anything about that. That is my favorite holiday, so we'll talk a little bit about Thanksgiving, even though Brady brought tons of cookies tonight, and I'm still in a cookie coma. So, we'll uh, we'll address all of it when we get back. So, uh, stay with us here on The Franchise, and we'll be back here on 1077 The Franchise, 107.9 in Tulsa.
0: Welcome back to the Oklahoma City Thunder First Take Thunder postgame show. Presented by TotallyTickets.com on 1077 The Franchise and 1079 The Franchise Tulsa.
1: And Brady is now playing da, 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 the air guitar. Da, da, da. There you go. Uh, who, who is this? Who this? Uh,
2: it's not Megadeth. Well, oh, I love them. Man, just keep going. It's late. Burr. Keep going.
3: Keep the people burr, burr, awake.
2: Burr, burr. Master of puppets. I'll do it.
3: Strings. We do need to keep some Thank you to, uh, I just want to give a little shout out to yes. uh, Sharkeel O'Neal on Twitter and also Sumo Shar-keel Libre. Sharkeel
1: O'Neal, I like that. Uh, on
3: Twitch, sorry. On Twitch. Sharkeel O'Neal and Sumo Libre, they've been up with us all night. Hello. And active in the twitch chat so thank you for
1: staying uh, oh, that's up with us, guys. awesome what's up guys thank you for yeah, staying thank up you, with us thank
2: you guys for uh watching us sorry you're stuck with me and not the beautiful uh chisholm Holland or aaron <laughs> davis uh, but i will do what i can but madison can. but madison's awesome madison's the coolest person on earth possibly I him to say that possibly in this galaxy definitely in this cosmos
1: <laughs> well thank you i'm honored <laughs> you? this sure. is an honor to spend my monday night with you fine gentlemen it's
2: tuesday morning madison it is, oh, you don't right, know like, what, what,
1: no, what is wrong no, with you? you're right it is tuesday morning uh yeah it is an honor to spend this tuesday morning you might with you say guys. that
2: i'm thankful to work with you
1: i oh <laughs> that was a good transition because guys it's thanksgiving week I'm so excited. I was not kidding in that last segment when I said that this is my favorite holiday. Don't worry, people. We're going to talk about the Thunder. But I want to give a shout out to Thanksgiving because it is my favorite holiday. I love just the energy around this holiday. People are putting their Christmas lights up and it's just fun. People are thankful. People eat until you die. And I can't wait to do that. Whoa.
2: I can't wait. Burton, stop her.
1: No, don't turn my microphone off. <laughs> uh, no, no. You can't silence the media. Oh my so gosh, bad. I hate y'all. No. no, it is Thanksgiving, and I just said I hate you guys while I'm talking about being thankful. No. So. It, it, it's a top
2: three holiday. I, ta- I take it back. It's already. a top three holiday for me. Uh, Halloween's my favorite. Halloween's uh, awesome. Because uh, it's spooky. It is spooky. The weather is 90% of the time, especially in Oklahoma, Horrible. perfect. It's perfect oh. Yeah. on Halloween. <laughs> um, but yeah, love scary movies, love scary books. Everything to do with Halloween is awesome. It is uh, awesome. July 4th, because America... And the summer and grilling and beer and pools and all those great things.
3: (laughs) And then Thanksgiving.
2: Thanksgiving is brought down because of the one of the reasons why I like Halloween is the weather is really good. Yeah. Most of the time Thanksgiving in Oklahoma, not the best,
1: but hey, it's. The last few days have been great. It's supposed to rain on Thanksgiving. Boo. So that's that. that Enjoy needs, it while you can.
2: That needs to be illegal. The Sam Pressey should trade a, he should set up a package of Abdul Nader, Chris Paul, yeah. and the stupid inconsistent roller coaster of a climate system. Yeah. And send it to Milwaukee for uh Connington and draft picks. Thank you. I like uh, it. I just I just solved Write it down. I solved everything for you, Oklahoma City. And United a trade States. exception. Of course, I like all these that he's not going to use, of course, you know, yes, it's but just, it's there if you need it's it. it's gonna piss off Thunder Reddit. It's gonna, you know, everyone's gonna It'd be, be like, great. There's like 24 hours left until the trade exception expires, and then we got to at John Hamm John, what happens with the, the Thunder? Don't use it. Then John's just gonna be like, guys, I'm watching Avengers, please <laughs> leave me alone.
1: Please leave me alone, but yeah, I don't know. Going along with everything Brady just said. Sorry. Uh, No, no, I thought it was really good. I really enjoyed it. Uh, But yeah, um, Thanksgiving is coming up. It's kind of going to be interesting because the Thunder, they play the day before Thanksgiving and the day after Thanksgiving. So that game after Thanksgiving might be a little bit interesting. They're all going to be in food comas because, oh my gosh. This
2: time of year isn't very good for Hamadou Diallo. Do you remember last year the Thunder played? Remember the Thunder played the Warriors in Oakland? That mean, when he the, had that
1: scary knee thing? Yeah, yeah. The Thunder played the
2: Warriors in Oakland the day before Thanksgiving and Hamidou Diallo crashed the floor and it looked like he had torn his ACL or, yeah, or other other CLs. I don't know I don't know the All anatomy. The CLs. I failed that in whatever school I went to. <laughs> Um, and then it was like he got carted off the floor, and then the game ended. 20 minutes later, when the media was allowed into the locker room, he was walking around, and like Eric Horn from <laughs> like the ok- at the time of, of the Oklahoma was like, "What?" <laughs> and they're like, "Oh yeah, he's fine."
1: <laughs> like, oh okay. Like uh, well, that what? was like the scariest fall yeah. ever, but, but he was fine.
2: But yeah, unfortunately, if you're just tuning in or if you haven't heard, you didn't get to see it on the uh, broadcast at all. How many of y'all didn't play tonight? He's going to be out for the next four to six weeks Uh, a hyperextended right elbow, which is the same elbow he had off-season surgery Mm -hmm. in. It didn't keep him out of a summer league. It happened right after the uh, season ended, Uh, so it was a quick recovery timeline. But uh, four to six weeks from now, we'll start asking questions about, so where's Hamadou Diallo at in his rehab? And that's going to be a lot of fun because if you know this team, it's usually not a seamless transition from injured to Mm -hmm. now you're back.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's Um, true. It'll be interesting. So, uh, add him to the list of what's going on with this Thunder player. So, that will be interesting. Uh, but I really like what Birdie said in the first segment. If you didn't get to catch that first segment, we talked a lot about how important the bench is right now just because there's no Hamadou Diallo coming off the bench. Guys like Abdul Nader and Deontay Burton are getting earlier minutes. Uh, not, like, a lot of minutes. I think Deontay Burton only played about seven tonight. And uh, it was just kind of a, you know... They're going to have to utilize these other guys now because they don't have a choice. You know, someone has to come in instead of Hamidu Diallo. And so hopefully someone can step up to that plate. So that will be interesting just to see how guys are going to step up and just be, you know, contributing to this team in the absence of Hamid because we don't know when he's going to be back.
2: Yeah. I mean, they're definitely going to need Dennis Sugar to continue his scoring uh, tear that he's kind of been on over the last few games. Mm-hmm. And he's, you know, out of 10 games, he's going to have anywhere from seven to eight really good scoring outputs. And then he's going to have his occasional sneaker because he's very good. He's a starting level point guard, but he's not an all-star level point guard. So Mm -hmm. he's, he's, he's bound to have a a bad game or two. And if that, and when those happen, the Thunder are going to be even more hard pressed to win games because then they're going to rely more so on uh, Shea Gildas Alexander to keep his scoring up. And he's still, I mean, he's a second year player, You really need to look at this year for SGA as an extended rookie season because he was the third, fourth, and sometimes even the fifth option with the Clippers. Mm -hmm. That is not the case now. He is the second option, and a lot of times he's the number one scoring option for this team. So it's a a new situation for him that he's going to be learning. Every single game is going to be a new experience for him and how defenses attack him. So uh, the the onus falls on him to score more if Dennis Schroeder doesn't uh, do anything in this particular game. uh, Danilo Gallinari who's really good, but the Thunder sometimes go away from him, kind of like they went away from Steven Adams a few years ago when he was kind of a fringe all-star. Chris Paul, still a very good player, but also old and can't do everything every single night for this team. So, um, Hamadou Diallo's loss, that's going to be something that's going to lose the Thunder some games because outside of just their stars, they're going to have to dive deeper into their bench. And while everybody is... You know, incredibly optimistic about Deontay Burton. You can throw me in that category as well. I love Deontay Burton. I hope that the Thunder play him more, and I hope that he becomes something because he's just such a fun guy to root for. He's a fun guy to talk to in the locker room during practice scrums. Um, He's just a great personality, easy guy to root for. Um, You also have to play Abdul Nader, who's also a fantastic human being, but my goodness... Mm -hmm. if he the next time he's wide open in the corner and he pump fakes and then dribbles down the baseline only to take a euro step and he always goes left and marquise chris tonight uh took a charge or it was either marquise chris or kai bowman i think it was kai bowman actually he watched film because he just he knew he sidestepped and set his feet to the left of abdul nader and got the charge yeah you gotta do something else man Ugh. And the Thunder are gonna have to rely on that, and that's going to lose them some games. Fortunately, they played probably the worst team in the league tonight.
1: Yeah, no, that's so weird saying, especially about the Warriors, but it's so true too. So, yeah, um, definitely some mistakes they're gonna have to clean up on. There's gonna be, there's gonna have to be some adjustments made, especially on the the offensive end, because I think people are really um, starting to scout them out. Obviously, we saw that tonight with the Warriors, but. Interesting, interesting point there, made. So let's go ahead. We can transition here uh, and go into our stat cat. I have one, I think. <laughs> but I
3: write notes.
2: I
1: think I wrote the note. Yeah. So we'll just uh, we'll talk about some stats now. Matt Burton.
3: Uh, for people listening right now and on the podcast, I'm gonna give you like a three second window here. I'm gonna count you down. Just cover your ears. One, two, three.
0: What's new, pussycat? Whoa, whoa, whoa! What's new, cat! Whoa,
1: whoa, whoa, whoa! Ugh, it doesn't get any better. Hey, that's us on TV.
2: Oh yay! We're on TV. I, I see, I see, Madison Morris. That's
1: me. And
2: her plaid blazer. And Instagram my influencer bla- <sighs> Madison Morris.
1: Dang it, Matt Burton.
2: Oh, that's going to be... Stop that, it! That's going to be the lower third on every single video clip of you now.
1: <laughs> Instagram influencer. Well, we're just going to stop making Instagram,
2: really small, subtle, comma, Instagram influencer.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Working her way up. Give her some time. Uh, all right. Do some stat cats here. Uh, Brady? Do you have a stack? Oh,
2: you're like oh yeah. Let's do a <laughs> a little, uh, Brady, do you have any? I'm just. Uh, Brady, so, I'm so sorry to look for my uh,
1: notes. No, no, no. Okay, so my uh, stack cat. One. I've got one. Do you have one? Yes. Will you go ahead and go first?
2: Thirteen. Sometimes that's an unlucky number, right? That's my favorite number. Unless, well, Dan Marino was unlucky. He did. He played for the Miami Dolphins, and they didn't draft anybody for around him for the next 16 years, and he never won a Super Bowl because he didn't put the laces out. Laces out, Dan.
1: Yeah. Is
2: that a movie you haven't seen yet, Madison? I haven't seen it. Ace Ventura? No, I haven't seen it. God. Okay, 13 is my stat cat number because the Thunder finished the game on a 13-0 run. Uh, SGA, I believe, scored the final four points of the game, um, brought them back with his scoring, finished it off with free throws, Uh, just a complete and utter collapse Um, the Baylor bears would blush at this collapse (laughs) and the thunder took advantage of it and did what they always did. And they play hard, scrappy basketball. They hustle. Um, Billy Alvin calls good sets out of timeouts and the thunder typically run and execute these play, um, these sets fairly well, no matter who the team is that they're playing, whether it could be Milwaukee, one of the best teams in the league that they uh, took to overtime a few weeks ago in Oklahoma city. Oh, or, the, or the Warriors, who are the worst team in the league. And fortunately for the Thunder, they are the worst team in the league. Uh, the Warriors are, and the Thunder were able to come out on top. So 13-0 run to finish the fourth quarter.
1: Do you know what my stat hat is? Um
2: 69. 14. Oh, uh, uh, is it because it's one better than me? No. Yes. <laughs> uh
1: no, it's 14. Because Um,
2: Sam Bradford, I I love him. Sam
1: Bradford, that's right. No, Uh, Golden State, a team that led the entire game, was held to only 14 points there in the fourth quarter. And that's because the Thunder, who outscored them 26 to 14, they powered through to win this game and they cracked down on a lot of things that they had been laxaday's gold throughout the game on. And so the Warriors only had 14 points. In that fourth quarter. And if they cannot capitalize on little mistakes that the Thunder made, which they did, then they're not going to win the game. And guess what? They did not win the game. No. No, like... And it is one better than yours.
2: Everybody that's followed this team this season, you know, everyone shudders at the sight of the third quarter. And the Thunder had another bad third quarter tonight. Now, it's not always going to be about them getting outscored by 10 or 14 points in the third quarter. Uh, Tonight, they only outscored 24 to 21. That's not bad. That's not bad, but it's it's but it's when you're watching how they're playing in those third quarters, and it it was a bad third quarter. The Thunder just kind of accidentally scored a handful of possessions late. Uh, Just a lot of bad uh, half court sets, a lot of bad missed shots, a lot of passing up good open shots, and passing into more contested shots. Just a bad third quarter, and it sets them behind in so many in games that they're leading at halftime, in games that they're kind of closely trailing at halftime, and it gets them out of games that they should still well be in in the fourth quarter. Mm -hmm. But tonight is just an example of sometimes it just doesn't matter how you've played the first three quarters because you win games in the fourth quarter, you win games in crunch time. When you force an NBA opponent, and yes, the Warriors do have professional basketball players on their roster. I know, it's it's shocking, but when you force a team to score only 14 points, you're going to be in a good position. Yeah. Because if you just... Cough and score twenty five points. You've probably made it a game, and the Thunder did that. They ran their offense to a tee. They came away with the victory, their first win in San Francisco. Look at that as a franchise. Unless they played some random preseason game in the in the city of San Francisco, they've obviously always played the Warriors in Oakland. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's one for your record books, Thunder fans.
1: History in the making tonight. So good for the Thunder. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I guess we can kind of look look forward a little bit because like I said in the previous segment kind of leading into this segment uh, the Thunder are still going to be on the road and they're staying on West Coast time they'll be in Portland on Wednesday Brady just what do you think about this matchup Uh,
2: this is going this is an interesting matchup because the Thunder obviously already lost to Portland uh, a few weeks ago when they came to Oklahoma City that's that's one of those games where yeah the Thunder did their thing they're competitive they're kind of plucky and they they made a game out of something that they probably you know people didn't think they were going to be that closely uh contesting right. late in the game specifically. And they did. But then Dame went off and did his thing. I think he scored uh six or eight points in about a a minute and twenty second span huh. and really took the game out of the Thunder's hands late. Um I don't know off the top of my head if Dame is going to play. Mm. Um because I know he didn't play tonight when Carmelo Anthony had his big game, but it's going to be the Carmelo Anthony return revenge. game i mean there's there should be no revenge but mel is going to be a motivate he's a motivated he's a, guy yeah. he looks for motivation and there are no hard feelings at all between he and the thunder of course uh even when he played his what i thought was going to be his final game as an nba basketball player um last year with the rockets when they came to oklahoma city and got destroyed yeah that was Melo's last game before the rocks just said all right you're done yeah i thought that's where Melo was going to end his career but Um, it's going to be interesting tonight because, or it's going to be interesting in a few nights just because, uh, Madison, you will be enjoying a lot of food.
1: Not yet, but I will be on my way to enjoy a lot of fun. Home sweet home. There
2: you go. It's going to be great. I knew that one. No, but I guess on the real Portland, it's, it's funny. You saw all those tweets. Uh, In the offseason of Dame hitting that game winning series winning shot against the Thunder. Uh, Like, oh man, Dame like sank the Thunder. He destroyed an entire franchise. The Portland Trailblazers are bad. Yeah, they're not good this season. Like, record wise, they're bad. Analytically, in a lot of categories, they're worse than the Thunder. Now, they beat the Thunder, and I, they're, I, they're still i think talent wise one of the better top 10 teams in the league and i mm-hmm. think they'll i think they'll course correct i mean a few years ago the thunder started off 4 and 12 they still won 46 47 games made it to the playoffs as a 6 seed so yeah. like or it's it's fine but it's starting to get a little worrisome and when they have to go after Carmelo Anthony off the scrap heap it ain't looking too good for your uh, <laughs> long term <laughs> outlook but Interesting game, interesting matchup between the Thunder and the Blazers. Another good opportunity for the Thunder to get a winning streak going and maybe get their second win on the road of the season. No,
1: that'd be big time for them, especially uh, just this week. That was a great win that they were able to pull out in San Francisco tonight. Definitely uh, needed that for them, especially starting the season on such a downfall when they hit the road. And Billy Donovan talked a lot about that in his pregame, just saying that, you know, guys were a little bit streaky when they're on the road. Right now they're having this severe losing streak when they are playing on the road. So it was really good for them to get this. And now if they can carry that over into Wednesday against Portland, that will be great. I'm really excited to see uh, this team come face to face with Carmelo Anthony again just because I'm a fan and so I think it'll be good uh you guys will be stuck with no I I don't want to say you're stuck like it's an honor you're gonna have Brady and then Connor Ayubi as well as Matt Burton are you here oh I'm here heck yeah Matt lives here that's true so (laughs) he has a cot in the back but it's going to be great. So, you guys are going to get to break down that game. I'm sure that's going to be awesome. Um, so, yeah, I guess that'll you can, wrap it up.
2: You can drunkenly call into us, Madison. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. Uh, hey,
1: I watched the game. Mm. No, I'm going to be very much so asleep. But, uh, yeah, that's going to do it for us here on the post game show tonight. I am so excited to finally say the Thunder have won a road game. They took it tonight. 100 to 97 over the Golden State Warriors. And like I said, they'll be in Portland on Wednesday. So look forward to that before they return back home to Friday to host the Pelicans, I believe. Yes?
2: Yes. Uh, yes. The, the, I believe, yeah, they have a weird back-to-back. It's not a back-to-back. They play the Pelicans in Oklahoma City on Friday and then I believe they play them in Sunday on Sunday in New Orleans. In New Orleans, so. yeah.
1: So two opportunities right there this weekend to play the Pelicans. How fun. But yeah, that'll do it for us. Brady, thank you. Matt Burton, thank you.
2: Thank you, everybody. Okay, C82, subscribe to it. Thank you to all the Twitch viewers, listeners, and all those cool people.
1: All those cool people who decided to stay up with us. You guys are crazy, but we're going to go ahead and sign off so everyone can go to bed. This has been fun. So we will be back on the air on Wednesday night with the Thunder take on the Portland Trailblazers. And uh, yeah, you guys go get some sleep. Let's have a good night. You've been listening to the Thunder first take. Oh, gosh, I said that wrong. The franchise Thunder post take. What? The score. I already said it. Oh, okay. 197 yeah. Thunder winners. Uh, but yeah, you guys have been listening to the franchise. First take, post game show. I don't think I said that right anyway. was great. But thanks for listening. Have a great night, everybody. Peace.